Hi, I'm, You're Dave. I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate Records, the show where we teach you about whatever we want to know about. <laughs> whatever things we are curious about. This week, swearing. Yes. Some sex. Yes. And a surprise. And a big, fat, juicy surprise. Throbbing surprise. It's throbbing. It's going to make you... I don't know how... I'm not going to tell you how it's going to make you feel. It will make you feel however you feel. <laughs> Hello, Claire Bear. Oh, that was a like soothing musical. Well, I wanted to change things up, I wanted to wind things down in a kind of soothing but also celebratory sense because we've gotten to episode 100. <laughs> I am so congratulations, happy. congratulations, mate! Congratulations, a hundred, a hundred episodes. episodes. <laughs> Those last few fucking flew by. Those last like fourteen episodes oh, that we recorded were probably were just, some of the best. I think so. That we have ever made. That we've ever done in the what over the year? How long have we been doing this? Well, year and a half. Well, famously, this this podcast famously. <laughs> Famously, uh, this podcast started as COVID started. 2020. So we did it for two whole years. This this podcast is as old as the pandemic. Oh my god! Literally, literally. Wow! And now we're vaccinated, masturbated, and ready to move on. And because of that, <laughs> we are here to say this is our last. This episode. is our last one. And I know that may come a be a bit shocking. I know, so we should have given a warning if you're driving, <laughs> slow down, don't. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stop at one hundred. We're gonna stop at one hundred. Because <laughs> what better time? If to you stop. are now going, I think my my podcast account is broken because this is I, this. They're talking about episode one hundred, but I, the last episode I listened to was episode eighty six. Then do not fear. You have not missed <laughs> 14 episodes. Well, no, but I prefer to believe in the lie and keep it going because it feels more... When we talked about ending <laughs> it and we talked about when should we... Do, we were just like, well, let's just go to episode 100. Yeah, that was... We were, so we, we had some kind of... The allure of getting to 100 felt like it, like we, like it was something we needed to do or something we should do. And then we were like, no, but we're ready to end things now. So why persevere? Don't do something out of obligation. Exactly. Even though we do feel obligated to you listeners, and it's been a great um, pleasure constantly to return to you week after week with our great... With um, our deep, high quality, and technical ability, <laughs> perfectly <laughs> executed uh, podcast. <laughs> Funny. But it's always been a pleasure, and it stopped being a pleasure, so we went, okay, well then it's time to stop. And not necessarily stop, uh, just transform into something else. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to stop talking to you. No. Uh, We're just going to change up the format. Indeed. So, uh, as of now... Ba -ba 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 -ba! If you're listening to this on the day it's launched, it's a Wednesday, but otherwise we know many of you listen in batches, so um, you can go on now and find a link in the show notes to a Claire and Dave substack. Yeah. 
And if you don't know what Substack is, it is a newsletter platform where writers and creators are writing um, content for people to follow and subscribe to and read and listen to and hear our thoughts about other things. And this is our pen pal project. Claire and I realised that what we really like about My Mate Reckons is hanging out with each other. And for as long as Claire and I have known each other, our friendship has been um, uh, birthed and rested in not actually just hanging out, although we do that sometimes, <laughs> but always about creating and yeah. doing something. So um, we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves <laughs> if we weren't creating something. So we've done we've done this thing where we just are trying to stay in contact with each other super yeah. regularly and just letting you in on that process. So yeah. every week, you know, you can subscribe to Substack or you can... You, it's very easy. Just follow the links um, and you will get... A letter from each of us each week. So two posts a week. Yeah. Claire is writing to me on a Friday. I'm writing to Claire on a Monday. Yeah. And there is the written and audio version of the post. So if you just want another Claire and Dave podcast, then just sign just up for the audio version. sign up and listen to the audio. Yeah. And you're cooked, mate. Because <laughs> we've known each other for a very long time. Forever. Now... 2008. Yeah. Approaching 15 years. Over yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's one of those. We were we are both the first. Uh, we it's the you were the first person I ever wrote co-wrote with, and yes, vice versa. Correct. And we found that process very easy and um, enjoyable, and then tried it since, and have both tried to do that with other people and go, oh, this is much harder, much harder, or not as enjoyable. So there is a unique, an uniqueness to this yes. collaborative relationship that we have. And we also thought that maybe we would just commit to being... Our project would be our friendship. Yeah, but then that but made then... me vomit in my mouth. So we decided <laughs> To turn to our friendship that. into something that other people can Into read. a product, into content. We decided because to turn it into content. Capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't know what else to do with ourselves. So it's a little experiment. We're committing to it for three months and we'll see how we go. Yep. But we would love you to hop on and just follow the link right now in the episode description. Um, and uh, yeah. and, we'll, and we will see you there and we'll have a great time. Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, I asked um, my mates, listeners, what they were still curious to know about. So we've got like 10 minutes to inform everyone about all the other things that we haven't talked about yet in 80-something episodes. And we've done no research. No, but I'm confident in my ability to answer. <laughs> okay. What animals sleep standing up? I feel like giraffe is the right answer. Oh. Yeah, do they? And horses? Don't, do horses lie down? No. When cows lie down, it means that it's going to rain. What? That's not a true thing. That's a thing. Apparently. Really? <laughs> Based on... <laughs> Who? Why would they do that? No idea. Great. Okay. Next. So that's good. Answered. Um, <laughs> you do know stuff about this one, I reckon. How our government actually works. Right now, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> not Literally, terribly well. no work. How our government works from top to bottom. Yeah. Well, you vote... The, basically, you vote them in. Yep. 
And, and we have a two-party system? We do. We have a Labour Party and the Liberal and National Party, also known as the Coalition, who are two parties in one. Yes. And they, the National Party, Barnaby Joyce is head of the National Party, and the head of the Liberal Party currently is Scott Morrison. And uh, Scott Morrison is the Prime Minister. The Prime Minister is a title bestowed on someone <laughs> who is the head dude in the House of Representatives of Parliament. There's yes. two par- There's two houses in Parliament. There's the House of Representatives and the Parliament. And the Senate, beg your pardon. The Senate and House of Reps works a little differently. But basically when you... Senate is the state-based one, is that it? No. Uh. No. So we're talking about a, at, at a federal level. Senate is the red room right. and House of Reps is the green room. House of Reps... And the Senate work very differently and you vote for them differently. But basically, when a law needs to be created, mm. it gets created in the House of Reps and then ping-pongs back and forth between the House of Reps and the Senate um, to try and pass. Right. Um, the Senate also has a very important job. It has the Senate Estimates Committee, where every so often it puts the government in like an interrogation room and goes, where have you spent all this money? Mm. Um, and tries to get to the bottom of that. That's at a federal level. And then you've got the same ish at a state level. So See, Queensland... I don't know really any of this, David. I really? Me- I feel ripped off by my education. Well, there you go. But that's the basic... So there's the state go- state level and the local Who level. Who is the head of the Senate? In, um... In a federal level. At a federal level. Like, who is the boss of that? Uh, Penny Wong. <laughs> Ah, is is for Labour, I think. I don't actually know who's head of the Senate. But stand by, I'm going to Google it so I don't let our listeners down. Yeah, good. Great. So, pause for blank <laughs> <laughs> audio podcast time. You don't know really. You yeah. know some of this. I know a little bit of this, but not enough to confidently just talk about it like you do off the top of my head. Well, and I can tell you why. Because in grade seven, when you would, or grade six or grade seven, when you would normally learn about learn government about and learn about civics, I think I, I went to a very, like a brand new school in grade seven. And literally on the last day of school, they realized that they hadn't taught us government. And so the assistant principal came in and did a two hour session on government with us rather than a whole term of oh, unit, right. like a whole unit of work. And then you wonder why that hasn't. Penny Wong is head of Labor in the Senate, just like Albo is head of Labor in the House of Reps. Right. That's Anthony Albanese, possibly our next Prime Minister. Um, The head of the Senate, the President of the Senate for the Liberal Party, is a gentleman by the name of Slade Brockman, who only started in October um, of 2021. Slade. Slade. Not Slayers in Beyonce. Slade. Slade. Wow. There you go, Slade Brockman. Sounds like a Pokemon villain. Yeah, or like a American water polo. Yeah. Jock. Yeah. So okay. There you go. Good knowledge. What is pink lemonade? Pink lemonade is just normal lemonade with some syrup in it, isn't it? I don't know. It's creaming soda. Yeah, but what is that? It's just a flavour that they... It's just a completely artificial flavour that they've made in some lab somewhere and they just drop it yeah, in. What is the cream... Yeah, the, what is the cream... What is it cream of? I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Unicorns, presumably. What is the Library of Alexandria? 
Library of Alexandria was from ancient Greece, and it burned down famously, oh. historically and awfully. So it's believed that there's all this amazing knowledge. It was the largest library at lost. the top that we lost. And it is linked in my head in some way to Hypatia, who is this kick-ass Egyptian philosopher, female, mm. who we believe made all sorts of discoveries, but we don't know what discoveries she made because she um, because the library burnt down. There's a fantastic play called Fractions by Queenslander Marcel Dorney. Mm. It won um, the Queensland Premier's Drama Award years and years and years ago. And um, in it, he tells the story of Hypatia, uh, and he posits that she discovered um, a telescope. Yeah, wow. There you go. Um, That's what I know about that. I was going to offer something. Do you know anything about the Library of Alexandria? No, nothing at all. Okay. Have you ever watched the TV show Pottery Throwdown? <laughs> no, I haven't. But I'm excited to see how this links in. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pottery Throwdown essentially is... Um, Great British Bake Off, but, but with, pottery. with pottery. Hilarious. It's fucking wholesome and lovely. I bet. Um, and so I've only just started watching, literally watched the first two episodes of season one yesterday, mm-hmm. and they talk about the history of pottery and ceramics. Which a lot, Egypt was all over that, Which mate. is, like, goes back to Mesopotamia, yeah. where they're throwing fucking clay on a wheel. It's like, the, that is... Some of the earliest artwork Where they we are have. like, this is how we're making it. I found that fascinating. Indeed. So that doesn't link to the Library of Alexandria, no. but links to, wow. They would have had some ceramics in there on the walls. or cool? <laughs> history is cool. Uh, what is the history of sex toys? I don't know. Uh, I know that... There's a great film that I haven't watched called Hysteria. Oh, I haven't watched that. I watched the, um, there was the... I mean, presumably dildos are ancient. Like, everybody's been shoving stuff up everywhere forever. There's, like, they're everywhere. There's that great meme that's like, wow, look at this, um model of a cucumber that's <laughs> yeah. like from ancient Greece. And you're like, really? Is it a in Par- is it a potteried cucumber? <laughs> or was can... someone sticking that in their batoli? If you happen to be visiting Paris and Montmartre in particular, you will find the Museum of Sex. Oh yeah, there's one in Amsterdam too. Yeah, which is great fun. Yeah. And very interesting. There's something around um uh, hysteria. Yes. And them using vibrators or dildos yeah, to deal with f- women with hysteria. That's what the film is about. There's some psychiatrist who is like, hey, I can deal with these women with hysteria. I can calm them right down through this magic vibration machine <laughs> that I've made. And he made them all calm. And it was like... <laughs> they did calm they down. They calmed down. <laughs> and his practice was very popular for a good long while. There's that um, TV show about the doctor who was researching orgasm and mm. sex. The doc- the, the two Masters doctors. of Masters sex. Masters of sex. I watched maybe the first two series yes, of that. Yes, me too. Michael Sheen. Yeah. And that was really interesting. Excellent. All about orgasm and sex. Excellent. And how we ended up researching it. They were our main questions. Oh, well, thank you, listeners. I'm glad we could clear up the rest of human knowledge 
I feel like we haven't, I feel like you delivered the goods on all of those, but we didn't deliver the goods on pink lemonade. So I think as a gift to finish up, I'm going to Google that. Just so listeners know, the episodes will stay online for as long as we can manage it. Uh, They're just hanging out on my website at the moment. Um, In case you don't know, Claire has a fantastic substack by herself called Perla. Yeah. Which you can go and get weekly writings from Claire. As does David. I've got one currently called The Culture Report, which we'll see what that turns into over time. But it's weekly-ish at the time of talking to you. I haven't written it in two weeks. <laughs> but I've got I've got things there I want to write about. So, yeah. yeah. Pink Lemonade oh, is a ro- tin- rose-tinted beverage made from lemon juice, sugar, water, and some sort of red or pink dye, natural or artificial, for colouring. So it's lemonade with pink shit in it. Yeah. Ta-da. And what is the actual flavour of pink lemonade? They, it doesn't have it's a flavour, flavour, but can be best described as sweet and tangy. Yeah, how about that? Well, pink lemonade is different to creaming soda. Yeah, okay. I feel like creaming Google soda that. has a very particular flavour. What is creaming soda? Well, Claire's soda. researching that. I'll also tell our listeners <laughs> that the email address will stay open. My mate reckons at gmail.com. And the, and the um, we're going to keep the Instagram. Yeah. So my mate reckons we'll still apply to pen pals. It'll just be more specific to us and not teaching you about. Basically, we're just sick of teaching you stuff. shit. Yeah. Listen, if if your if your mainstream of education is us, you need to get out more. <laughs> it's a generally flavored creaming soda is generally flavored with vanilla. So instead oh, of lemon, it's vanilla lemonade. Yeah. Now that 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 makes total sense to my palate. Now that that's water, been explained cream to me. of tartare, Epsom salts, sugar, tartaric tar, tartaric acid, milk, and an egg. Mmm. Mm. Yum. Yummo. Ice cream soda. I haven't You're had right. a creaming soda in uh, me so either. long, and I don't want to. No, because I feel like it would blow my. I feel like I would be awake off. for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> what are your episode highlights, David? I love the episode that people still talk to me about is the Emu War. Oh yeah, because that's fascinating. She is fascinating, and I've seen I've seen somewhere that they've made. A play out of it, or a fit. Some, someone's delivered the goods and put a story out. Um, I don't know. I forget. I can't believe that we did eighty something. Eighty-six episodes. That's this will be our eighty-seventh. <clears throat> nuts. Eighty-seventh one hundredth episode. <laughs> um, all of the sex ones were fun. Yeah, furries uh, is a good one. Furries. That was really early. Joan of Arc. I one remember. One that comes back too often for me uh, is surprisingly Madame Curie. Yes, Marie Curie. Marie Curie. You're Madame almost, Curie. You almost knew her name. Marie well Curie. Curie. Madame. What yes. am I confusing that with? Madame. Madame. Just something. Madame um, Marie Curie. Yeah. Yes, Marie Curie was really fast. Marie Curie and Joan of Arc. There's been a number of historical figure ones where it's like I knew nothing before yes. start, and now, um, now I'm really grateful for that knowledge. My one of my most favorite things that has come from this podcast is that is the opportunities where I have been able to go like, oh, my mate reckons, or yes. like, did you know? Yes, and suddenly you know about something at a dinner party or something that yeah. you're able to do, that you've taught me. Yeah, exactly. You've taught me forty something things. That's amazing. Which is, which is, 
That's great. Plant facts is a good one, obviously. Interesting animal facts. That's one that comes uh, up a lot, actually. Yeah, the interesting animal the facts. The rapey were... quality of a duck. Do- I have told that story yep. often. How a dolphin murders a seal. Yeah, and uh, people. They and found people. that people cave. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, the scary one about the, the Dyatlov Pass <gasps> one. The scary one about shit that went down in Russia. Yes. That was great. Interesting. Interesting. Good thing that Russia is like, we haven't heard anything from them. Yeah, it's good that they're really calm at the moment. <laughs> nothing nothing too much going on. Oh. But no, I'm grateful. Um, for th- There are people who are real fans of this show. Yes. And I, I'm really grateful to them that they do crazy things like listen to the episode at midnight as soon as it's uploaded that's fucking amazing yeah and i love that i love that and you know what else i love you david oh that's nice (laughs) i think you're great so would you no i love you very much too and this is the um the we're just gonna keep going yeah thank you for listening we'll keep making stuff yeah and we hope you keep tuning in to whatever that is yeah and if you don't you're a grub yeah you you fuck off <laughs> please don't fuck off we like having you here um so that's it for my mate reckons and who knows we might take three months off and then be like actually yeah i miss teaching you about stuff yeah but so that listeners so that eagle-eyed listeners know actually there's a forgotten episode, it's somewhere in the 60s, I think, or 50s, where we were like, oh, we're going to write something together and we'll do our writing diaries yeah. and we'll make that as part of my mate records. And just so listeners know, that was like, okay, and then we went and had a meeting and we had a meeting where we planned out a novel and then we had a meeting where we <laughs> planned out like six different podcasts that we were going to launch. audio empire. And then we came and we let that idea set and then we came back and we're like, Actually, this feels good. And we were really, we are, as we get older, being more ruthless with, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Yes. If it doesn't feel, uh, because you and I are very good at the logical, like we make a lot of logical sense of things. And for example, and we may do this, it would make a lot of logical sense for us to write a whole bunch of plays for young adults. Yeah. Again, which we've done and could do standing on our heads, but, um... And we may one day, um, but right now we want to do this. Yeah. So I think it uh, it it's made me realise how much we've grown up. Yeah. <laughs> We're really mature. Because we go, <laughs> poo bum wee. <laughs> no, because you and I, our pattern is like get really excited, jump in, not think yeah. things through, and then go like, actually, this isn't the thing, or this yeah. doesn't light us up, or we've overcommitted, or. Yeah, which is how it was with our first podcast, which some people may remember, Ask Pew Pew, which was also a YouTube channel for about five minutes. Yeah. There's some people listening who have studied our plays in high school. But still are. And still are. It's weird. Uh, I get messages from teachers I telling know. us that they're doing them. And then they and then they find us on podcasts and stuff. And Anyway, so we're really grateful for our small, beloved following of people. Yeah. We really like hearing from you, and thank you for listening to a hundred episodes and not an episode less of my mate. <laughs> All one hundred episodes. Thank you for loving and supporting on us. It's pretty fucking cool, David. It's great that we get to just hang out with someone that we and think is right and be dickheads, yeah, and make cool shit. Yes, that's actually the point. We're very, very, very lucky. What are you reading at the moment? As one final offering. Well, actually, I'm reading. 
two I've just finished reading um, a book by Michael Schur, which I highly recommend actually for my mate reckons people. Michael Schur wrote The Good Place and Parks and Rec mm. and is a big TV comedy writer and he's just written a book on ethics and on the history of Western philosophy. Yeah, cool. But he's written it based on all of his knowledge from researching The Good Place. The audio book is excellent because he reads it and also there are guest spots from the entire cast of The Good Place. And it has taught me about the history of Western ethics in a way that I could do on my Mate Reckons episode about it now, about Aristotle and Immanuel Kant and um, the what Utilitarians. Did you call me? The Immanuel Kant <laughs> um, and Ayn Rand and all those things. And that's really useful. Otherwise, I'm reading Jay Kristoff, who's a great mm. Australian sci fi fantasy writer. Uh, his latest book, which came out last year, it's the start of a new series, great fun, called Empire of the Vampire. And it's about, it's a kitchen sink drama about a family trying to let go of an aging mother. No, it's about that. <laughs> I was like, wow. wow. How that is took that a turn. interesting? Yeah. <laughs> it's about vampires. What are you reading? Um, I'm reading uh, The Power of Fun by oh, which is great. a You've journalist called it Catherine me. Price. I need to read that. And she has done a lot of research about the science and the psychology of fun and how very, we have done very little research into it and how our commitment and our obsession with our devices and our um, online realms has kind of actually deleted our capacity uh, for fun and what fun is um, and why we need it and all of this brilliant research about like the psychology of fun and what the health benefits of fun. So I'm reading that. I'm reading uh, a book by Martha Beck called How to Find Your North Star, which is a uh, kind of she's a life coach and sociology professor um and she writes about yeah authenticity and living authentically and then i'm also reading the new Brene brown atlas, oh, of, atlas the heart, of the which heart which is really smart and lovely i listen to it i'm not i can't i'm not going to comment on that because that turns up in my first letter to you hey that's the best you can go and read uh dave's first letter now now and then you'll be able to read my reply at the end of the week hey for one last time thanks for being my mate thanks for being my mate claire (laughs) stop recording